messy fucking NBA. <laughs> Just a lot of cum on the fucking courts. On the courts. How did I end up headlining this? We're all headliners at this point. Right? We're all in. Stop. You guys. You guys. I don't know. I think about things a lot. I think about slavery a lot. It sucks because I'm black. I think about it a lot. Whenever I have a job, I'm always like, man, this job is working me like a slave. At some point in time, I'm always like, man, this job's working me. And I have to check in with myself and be like, really? Richard, like, like a slave, Richard? Like, didn't you jerk off on your break on Tuesday? Pretty sure slaves didn't get to jerk off on their break on a, t- on a Tuesday. <laughs> but what if they did? What if they were out there in the field just like picking cotton, picking cotton, just like waiting for the dude to like turn his back? It's like, fuck your cotton. Mm-hmm. Guy turns his back, he's like, boy, are you coming on all of my cotton again? He's like, you're goddamn right I am. All of your cotton. He wakes up from a dream, he's like, ah, Martha, I had this horrible nightmare. She's like, what was it, Reginald? She's like, all of our slaves, they were coming on all of our cotton. They were pulling their big black dicks out. And they were coming on all of our cotton. She looks down, she's like, well, how big were they? She's like, he's like, oh, fuck. He wakes up again. (laughs) He's like, I had this horrible nightmare, Martha. She's like, what was it? He's like, uh, uh, never mind, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) They worry about your dick sizes. I don't know. I don't like watching uh, black porn. It's, that shit is super racist. It's all, and it's also like a, like a rap video. They all treat it like a fucking rap video. They have like chains on and shit like that. There's like fucking music in the back. I don't like it. Just regular, so then you just end up jerking off to white people just fucking off beat. That's really the show that I don't like. It's just like why I want it, like why I like dating like you know black women to like sleep because there's rhythm. Rhythm is important. Rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> stupid, stupid. That's just stupid. It's just drunk thoughts now. I'm just having some Steve Pogey fucking therapy up here. I went to therapy. Do you ever go to therapy, Steve? No, you never did, huh? I went to therapy. I grew up in the suburbs. So, black kids who grow up in the suburbs, you still get your ass whooped. And lots of therapy. But you also get therapy. (laughs) (laughs) So after you get your ass whooped, your mom's like, oh, I'll give you something to go and talk to that bitch tomorrow about. (laughs) And you do. I made a therapist cry once. I made my therapist cry. And I was like, that's when I knew. I was like, "Ah, I don't know if like white solutions for black problems is really, (laughs) this is really the thing. Well, Annie Oakley, she's like, I really want to help you. Oh, my God. Your first memory was being strangled. Oh, my God. You used to get hit with a belt. I was like, this is black lives. That's just... I tell my cousins that shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, my mom used to hit me with a belt. I'm like, did she set your bed on fire? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're black. Suck it up. That's just what happens. We get hit. It's just what happens. It's fine. All right. <laughs> It's weird, weird jokes. Is that a joke? Is that really a joke? I don't know. <laughs> I love your laugh so much. 
That is so cool. Oh, what is this? Greyhound. Greyhound. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, grapefruit juice. And, and vodka. Are you correcting your... It's whatever Pam wants it to be. <laughs> it's drink is whatever. I like grapefruit juice. I used to call it Bafafoos when I was a little kid. Because I was stupid. Sure, we're fucked up. Might as well. Yeah. What are we doing? Hey, why not? Why stop here? We might as well just get... Yeah, gin. It's all right. I like whiskey. Plastic bottle vodka. Sweet. It's most, mostly plastic that I just drank. It's just the gin just burned a line of the plastic in there. It's fine. Oh, other things. Richard, other things. Searching your drunken mind for something to say to these fucking people. You. What's your name? I've seen you're a comedian too, right? For two weeks. Oh, you don't know nothing about this life yet. You don't know about this getting drunk on stage, you know, recording this for maybe fucking people to hear later life. <laughs> this, this, like, I, I love this room, but I also do a lot of coke, and I don't like talking about it on stage here because I'm just indicting myself. But I can't stop talking because it's my life. Because I was going start doing coke, and then I would always be like, oh, like, and I know I probably have a little bit of a problem, but I was like, oh, you know, like, Richard Pryor did a lot of cocaine. It's fine, you know? But Richard Pryor also set himself on fucking fire, and you're like, <laughs> how far do you want to fucking take this? How far do you want to take it? Um, do you, do you like squirters, sir? I would like You would like one. <laughs> have you been good this year? Chris, Christmas is, Christmas is just around the corner. <laughs> Dear Santa, <laughs> I've been so good this year. All I want is just one, just one squirter. Just one, just one. <laughs> Not a lump of coal, just one squirter. Uh, squirters are great, but nobody knows if it's pee. Is it pee? Is it not pee? Ma'am? Pee or not pee? You don't know. <laughs> nobody knows. Don't feel bad. Nobody fucking knows. Nobody knows. They're scientists who are trying to get to the bottom of it. They're like, they're like, oh, is it pee? Is it not pee? Nobody fucking knows. They don't know how to cure the drought that's like going on. Cancer? No, they're like squirting. Is it Pepsi challenge? The best Pepsi challenge. Is it pee? Yeah, it tastes like a little bit. <laughs> I hope it's not pee. I hope it's not pee. Yeah. Otherwise, I've had my face peed in a couple of times, and that's not the problem. It's like how excited I was about it, you know? Like, have you ever sprayed like a golden retriever in the mouth with like a garden hose, and they're like, but they can't, they can't get it all in their face because they don't have the technology, Pam. They don't. <laughs> They don't have hands. They can't. They want to get it all, but they can't. And that's the same thing. Their paws are not created. Equally. <laughs> <laughs> Their paws are not created. Um, it's true, though. I don't know. You guys ever peed on anyone before? Only in the shower. Only in the shower. <laughs> that's a, honestly, if you're going to pee on someone, pee on them in the shower. Yes. Right? Yes. 
But we can't even do that anymore because we have a drought now. So it's like, you can't have dirty sex in a clean shower anymore. Yeah, you gotta, it's like you're brushing your teeth where you're like, <laughs> you, you give a little bit on the toothbrush, brush your teeth a little bit. I get it, pee on them a little bit and not. I get it. There's a system. You have to have a system, basically. That's what works out. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Pee on your loved ones, though. Please. Indeed. If you find someone, you, miss, if you find someone and you really care about them, sir, if you find someone you really care, pee on her. Pee on him. Because then you'll know. Then you'll know if you're really in love. I am single. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, don't take my advice on it, but I'm just saying this is, like, what I've worked out. It's like the people that have peed on me that I stayed with, I really loved them. <laughs> and the people that like peed on me where I instantly was like, I mean, I don't want to be like, Richard, you sound like you get peed on a lot. And it's not, <laughs> like you might have a thing, but it's like, there's a litmus, you know? Cause sometimes there's a litmus, there's a litmus of the piss test. There's a litmus that's there. You guys are all, you're acting like you've never had like been peed on, you've never had shit on your dick or any of that stuff. You've never had a little bit of poop on your dick, it's just a tip that's like there. You ask, sometimes you're gonna get some poop on your dick. How long do you stay? How long does it stay there? You'd be the judge, is what I'm saying. You'd be the judge if you're in love. I guess it happens. I don't know. I think about my ex-girlfriends a lot. I've been thinking about making a cookbook uh, based on my ex, my ex's relationships. Uh, every relationship I have, there's always one sentence that I remember them saying, and there's always a thing that they end up teaching me how to cook. That's like there. So like uh, this cookbook, one of them would be like, oh, uh, 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 you're so careless with me. Blueberry pancakes. <laughs> I know, I never knew how to make them. I had someone who apparently I was careless with. She used to make me blueberry pancakes all the time. Uh, uh, you should be grateful to be with me. Tacos. Like I never knew. I never knew how to make tacos. She had to teach me. She, yeah, she never did, she never, I never knew. Or uh, I know who I would cheat on you with. Portobello Mushroom Sandwich. It's gonna be a great book. It's coming out in a couple of months. Just combining them together. Yeah, recipes. Oh, it's, it's an endless supply of recipes, unfortunately. Unfortunately. They just keep making people, though. That's the thing where I'm like, I don't know how you stay in a relationship because we're not running out of people. Someone fucks up, and I'm like, I just get a new one. I'll just get a new person. Just get a new person. You can walk down the street, you'll find another fucking person. Huh? Guaranteed, but, you know, I guarantee. It's mm, true. Well, I talked about squirting. I talked about all the things. Talked about being black. Oh, I did grow up in the suburbs. If you couldn't tell by this adorable voice, uh, grew up in the suburbs. It's different being black in the suburbs. I had a lot of white friends that grew up in the suburbs too, and they would like, uh, they had a different life, you know? They were raised differently. They could get away with things that I couldn't get away with, you know? Like, my, I had a friend, he, he called his mom a bitch. 
and lived. <laughs> like that shit's insane to me. He like invited me over to like his house when we were like we're first like hanging out and he was like, oh yeah, dude, like come over. And he like he comes in the door, just like kicks open the fucking door. Comes over the door, you know, and he's just like, hey, are you hungry? And I'm like, yeah, I could go for a thing. He's like, you want a sandwich? I was like, yeah. He like yells at it. It's like, hey, Susan! Susan, make us some sandwiches! I'm like, who the fuck is Susan? It's like, Susan's my mom. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? I'm gonna be like a casualty in this shit. He pulled that shit in my, if I pulled that shit in my house, like my mom's beating every ass like that was around. There's nothing but just like casualties of just like, just bits of ass, just little bits of children's asses just all over the place. <laughs> she comes, she brings us like, we're hanging out in this room, we're playing fucking Street Fighter or something. She comes in with like, just a, just, a couple of plates, they had, it was sandwich, it was like a pickle on the side and shit like that. She was like fine dining fucking sandwiches that she comes and like puts in places in front of us. And he was like, yeah, about fucking time, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm crawling, we're like, dude, what the fuck, this is insane. He's like, what, it's fine, like she knows, she knows how long it's supposed to take to like make a fucking sandwich. <laughs> like the fuck? and lived, and fucking lived. My mom heard my thoughts. I, I, I had an argument with my mom once. I had the thought of just like, just thinking of even saying that word to her and she like beat me with a frying pan. It was fucking crazy. That's all I heard was just like bong, bong, bong. That's all I heard, bong, bong. It was like uh, Notre Dame, the hunchback of Notre Dame. That's all I fucking heard, which is going through my mind. That's there. My mom. <laughs> hard to make uh, child abuse funny, but I did it. <laughs> so, I got that on the belt. I got that notch. It's mm, weird. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> uh, other things. How you doing, Kevin? <sighs> I'm good. You're looking classy as fuck. For me? Really? Or later on? Yeah. Are you gonna get laid tonight? I don't know. Does anyone here know the answer? <laughs> <laughs> you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex. You know, kind of, it's not so like... Cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4, AltaCalifornia.com. Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here 
every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's mutinyradio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in. Turn on every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at noon on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comrade march honorably through their cold balance sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turnip and beet, and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB, KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Miren, miren! It's a pájaro. It's an avion. No! It's a man! Looking to invest in the future of your community? MutinyRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Clash Show Institute right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate online at www.mutinyradio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience friendly shows every day of the week and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at mutinyradio.fm. 
Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Fees have never been charged for any services, materials, medications, or supplies provided at the Berkeley Free Clinic. Income has been generated solely via individual or organizational donations and government programs. To volunteer your time or to make a donation or for more information, visit berkeleyfreeclinic.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Weekly Review with Roman. Today, it is Friday, October 2nd, 2015. Start off with a song by one of my favorite artists, Peter Gabriel. That song came out in 1980. So that was 35 years ago, and things have not changed. And of course, it's very heavy-handed, in a very heavy-handed way of opening up the show, but we live in a very heavy-handed world. Ugh. Keeps on happening. Uh, violence keeps on happening, continues to happen. And it's disgusting and sad and frustrating. And just knowing that this has been... Going on forever. Not forever. Well, for a pretty long time, though. Uh, that's that's a, a common theme on this show. Certainly. So, thought I would open up with, with that song. I thought about it. Uh, and, of course, you know, I, I, like, I like psychology. I think a lot of folks do. And then I think one way of trying to solve problems. Although, at, at this point, as far as humans go. And I've been having a lot of conversations with people who feel like maybe we're part alien. Or some... some some folks do and i know there's some like artists who have who have indicated that they feel like they're not human and they're maybe part alien uh kurt cobain tom york uh a lot of folks and then just a lot of people i know and i definitely feel like uh i don't think i'm really all all that human uh oh roseanne she's one person as well and uh i know some folks might be like oh that's ridiculous however uh if you want to look at humans <laughs> oh not we don't have a great track record I, I mean, yes, there's folks who create amazing things. There's art and there's architecture and literature. Uh, there's a lot of great things happening. And then there's also a lot of shitty things happening. And uh, humans continue to hurt one another in a variety of ways. It's not just physically, though. It's, you know, emotionally. Uh, there's sexual violence. There's psychological violence. There's wars. There is prisons. Oh, Wow, what a great way of starting the day. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the Peter Gabriel song, I thought, was uh, it came, up, came into my mind uh, yesterday because, of course, it talks about the psychology behind it. You know, why do people do these violent actions? And at, at the end of the day, um, people are looking for attention and affection and are angry. And I think that's something that everyone can identify with. It's certainly just how does one uh, respond to that? And, of course, there's a fight versus flight option and scenario, and I find myself in that situation quite a bit. I don't go into situations looking for a fight. However, I just, no matter what I do, I find myself, even in situations where I think I should feel comfortable, I feel aggravated or frustrated or feel teased or, like, pushed around, even if it's done in a, an affectionate way, maybe. I, I think a lot of men have this way, and I'm just going to generalize with say, and say men. Uh a ways of showing affection and it's by like i guess teasing or being mean or hitting each other and what the fuck is that about first of all um i had the the privilege of not being socialized as male and i know some folks w w I have i can't speak to that experience however just from i can look at it from my own perspective where after at, at 27 years old i was able to kind of be read as male and just the fucking the bullshit 
there's so much. I mean, there's, I guess there's bullshit no matter what you're, no matter who who you're read as. Certainly, regardless of gender. I do feel like in our culture, though, there's just so much of this just violence, and it's based on people not knowing how to either communicate or to be affectionate with one another. And a lot of that does have to do with, with men and like not knowing how to do meaningful touch or anything even kind. And then it just, it's like, it snowballs, it's ongoing because if that's how so many people are socialized and brought up, if that's what people are exposed to in the media or by other folks around, then it's just gonna, it's gonna continue to happen. And it's just this idea of, having to fight, which is ridiculous and doesn't get anything done. Uh, I guess, I suppose with fighting, there is that idea of, you know, fighting to fighting against the powers that be. I like that idea. Uh, it's the kind of the, the, the fighting down that just the, the bullying and, uh, the idea that violence is something that's to be respected. Uh, not, not too into that. Not too into that at all, but it's so ingrained in our culture. I don't know how we can really get beyond it uh if that's something that so many people flock to immediately with just ways to i guess express people to express themselves it's they they go to that and it happens in all in all sorts of ways which is quite frustrating and sad so uh i actually had a i don't know why i say actually but i'll talk about personal stuff a little bit and it's not that's that's personal that's, I mean, I feel like sometimes I definitely go to the, the political things that are going on in because, well, it's important to talk about, certainly, and the personal is political and vice versa. And also, sometimes it's like...
Good evening, everybody. You're listening to Old Soul Radio. This is our very first podcast. My name is Professor Gable. My name is Mike Evans. And here we are. Mutiny Radio, Mission District. It's going down. Mike, how you feeling? Feeling good. I think we should tell them a little bit about ourselves, Sam. Yeah. Why don't you start? Well, my name is Mike. I am a 20-year-old stand-up comedian. Born and raised here in San Francisco. I uh, was very excited to be here right now. This is actually word, a trip. Word, word. My name's Professor Gable. I'm an MC and San Francisco native. You see me around. Say hi. Um, I'm also excited. This is our first podcast, first radio show. We're gonna have a lot of uh, a lot of cool segments going on as the as the show grows. We're going to have dope guests, artists come in. We're going to have freestyle sessions. Mike is going to say some funny shit. It's going to be great. I'm going to try to. Actually, I have a first question to bring to the air. So what made you want to start rapping, Sam? I mean, the first time... Okay, so my first encounter with hip-hop, I think, as something I can like remember is like when I was seven... I heard Mac Dre on the radio. I think it was like Fizzle Dance. It was that, and I also um we liked uh we really liked Lil John back in the day too. In like second grade, second grade is when I really started like listening to rap music before like I like got into hip hop. But then like I kept listening to it, and I got into like the, the like I'm, I'm now like I'm really deep into hip hop culture. I am, I am that, and um, <clears throat> I embody that in my lifestyle now every day, and that's all I do. And here we are. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I could, I could talk about that for a long time, but like, I think we'll, we'll keep going throughout the show. Huh? I feel like, I feel like generally with music interests, I always find it pretty cool to hear what like your parents listen to like what you were kind of yeah. raised around listening to like when you like when you were a kid like imagine you know your mom's taking you to school or something like what was like something you'd constantly hear well okay so first of all my my dad my dad was is like he's you know he's 68 he's a Be- Beatles guy we listen to the Beatles a lot in the car it would be the Beatles. So this is from my dad. My dad put me onto the Beatles and like a lot of like 60s classic rock. And my mom put me on to like a lot of soul music, like the Temptations, like you know, like soul and like old school stuff, like Temptations and stuff like that. It was and but like the music, like my parents aren't like into music, like I'm into music. Like they like certain kinds of music, but they don't like. They don't like follow artists and stuff like that. That's like something that I do now. But like, it's it, my parents like are nothing like me when it comes to that. Like we like, we like I um, I'll like listen to something that I like and then I'll like go and dig for more about this uh, that something. Like if it's an artist that I like, like I will watch like all the interviews on that sway did on them and like yeah (laughs) i love watching sway sway's the shit but um yeah like i i like dig into that a lot and my my parents just kind of like like music you know what i'm saying they don't like know about it you know what i'm saying and like i know like all the words to all the songs that i fucking like listen to and like 
I don't know. I just, I really love, like, music because it's, like, it's, it's just feeling. It's just, like, creating feeling. You know what I'm saying? That's good. I feel like it's something that I feel like will never stop is music in general. I feel like that's the most beautiful thing. Like, yeah. Like, I think it's kind of funny how, like, literally everything you see on TV would be different without music. We need music to kind of add emotion to a scene. Yeah. Like, even in commercials, even in movies. Like, there's yeah. never... Yeah, and I trip off that a lot now, like, in terms of, like, how things are made. Like, I'm talking about, like, you know, like, when you watch a movie, like, it makes you feel something. But the reason that, like, but, like, people created that feeling. I'm not saying, like, you know, everybody has their own individual feeling when they watch something, like, that's personal to them. But in terms of, like, the things that made you feel that way, like, some, like, uh, like a big group of people, like, sat in a room together and like created that like somebody did like the shot like the movie shot and somebody did the the music and somebody mixed it all together to make it sound that way and like feel that way when you experience it the way that you feel it and now i realize that from like the perspective of the person that's like creating this stuff because i'm now like creating a bunch of different shit like fucking songs and i like mix my own tracks i just built that studio in my house you were in there and um so now i'm like you know mixing and learning how to do all that shit and like watching like now when i watch movies and videos i think about like sound mixing and like you don't think about that if it's not something that you do you know you know what i'm saying so it's definitely it's wild i feel like it's just all about like setting the tone it's like making music is like directing a movie pretty much. Yeah. You're trying to set a tone. You want people to feel a certain way. Right. Like after they see it. Right. And like, <laughs> it's a trip. like imagine like Jaws without the dramatic music or like yeah. Rocky without that yeah. trumpet going on. Like there's so many things where like you wouldn't feel the moment. Like movies are a lot scarier if they have a dramatic music to start it off. Otherwise, it's just like everyday life. Well, also like not even just movies but like anything that you like watch like 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 you know commercials like all like that's why commercials like have jingles and shit you know because they like try to like get something because they know that if they put something in there that like is musical or something that is like pleasing to the ear like you're like subconsciously gonna remember that name so like but but like what i'm what i'm yeah you know what i'm saying I love this song, by the way. No, it's a great song. The song is fucking sick. What about you? How did you get into comedy? Well, I never knew that comedy was going to be my creative outlet growing up. I uh, I was always involved with being on stage. I like dancing a lot on mm-hmm. stage, and I love the feeling of uh, making people laugh. I feel like... There's no greater feeling than to look at a group of people and know that they fuck with you. You know what I mean? And that's like an instant gratification thing. When you tell a joke and people laugh, it's like... Um, when I first started doing it, my friends were telling me that they loved coming to see me do stand-up because it kind of took them away from the shit that was going on in their life. And then I feel like the same way, like rap does it too. It's like you're taking life experiences but turning it sideways. Yeah. It's the same thing with stand-up. It's like you're taking these things that we think about all the time but you're making it hit in a way that people wouldn't necessarily expect. Word. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but yeah, I started off doing like, uh, <laughs> student body politics in middle school, where I would like give speeches, which was pretty much stand up because I'm not changing shit in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I'm not, I have literally no power at all over what happened. <laughs> But I promised kids like bullshit. Like, what did you do as the president? Like, what? Like, when? Like, did they like? Did you have any tasks? 
literally nothing. They had me go to like, these bullshit meetings for a while. They were like, hey, Mike, come to school an hour early to talk about like the way you want the dance to be set up. I'm like, I don't. I'm fucking 12, man. Like, I don't care at all. <laughs> you were 12 in eighth grade? Was I 12 in eighth grade? No way. Or 13. I was 14 in eighth grade. You're 14? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was. I but was I did seventh grade two and a half times. Or no, one and a half times. Sure. Yeah, it's lit. Yeah. But um but yeah, I had like little little tasks like that. And I just kinda made it I don't know, I just kinda made it out to not be the serious politician. Cause I feel like other student politicians at the time were trying to like pretend like they were actually the president of something crazy. Right. And I was just like like nah, it's not the way you do it. But I, f- I feel like that's good like preparation for something like that though. Like if you really wanna like take a position like where you're like in charge of shit like and you do that kind of thing like i mean it worked for you don't you think like what if you weren't the president of your middle school yeah i mean if i didn't have the balls to like go on stage back then it would be a lot different yeah i do feel like kind of lucky in a way my friends pushed me to be on stage at a young age so that i could do stuff like this today yeah and uh it actually (laughs) The way I won for student body president in middle school is that I actually did a Michael Jackson impersonation in middle school because I just love Michael Jackson <laughs> to death. And, like, I would do that all the time in my room. And which I, I which impersonation? For, what song did you do? Uh, Billie Jean. Okay. Yeah, Billie Jean was my shit. And, uh, do I it right to, now. I try to... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. And things I did. I never sang though. I never sang the impression. I just dance and lip sing. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, my friend pushed me to do it. I tried out for the talent show and it worked. And the talent show happened to be a week before like uh, student elections. And so they were just like, oh, vote for the guy who danced like Michael Jackson, and then it ended up working. <laughs> and then after that, uh, I just kept being on stage in high school. And then you know. Actually, here at Mini Radio is the first time I ever did stand-up, which I'm very happy. Really? Very happy about. Yeah. That's dope. So Mutiny of, Radio. We're at Mutiny Radio, by the way, everybody. It's an honor Beautiful to be doing spot. a show here. Beautiful spot. Pam is the very first person who called my name to the stage. Shout out to Pam. Yeah. Shout out to Pam. <laughs> Pam is also training us right now, by the way. We are on the watch. She's just hovering above us with just, <laughs> with just knives, just <laughs> staring us down so we don't mess up. You got the music on behind you, you're telling everybody about yourselves and your new show, Old Soul Radio, every Sunday from 10 to midnight. That's right. That's what right. are you guys going to do on this show besides talk and play music? We're going to have uh, guests here. We're going to, um, I, I want to do some ciphers, freestyle ciphers, like have people come through, spit bars. Um, I got a lot of homies from the city and out of the city that'll definitely come in here and just, you know, shoot the gift. Have you been growing your hair out since you were uh, in junior high? Yeah, 13. 13. So seven, like seven years now, yeah. You're both 20, that's so cute. Yeah. I'm old enough to be your mother's. Yeah. I bet you my mother's older than you. You think? Yeah. She had you I'm 41. Okay, my mom's 58. How many girls ask to braid your hair every day? A lot. Yeah. Yes, every day. Every day. That's, that's how it works. Just write a, write a rap about that. Yeah. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you write raps about? Is it just it comes to your head? Is it like this uh, disassociative thing where you just sort of keep yourself blank and then all these words come to you? Well, I mean, it's more like, like earlier I was talking about feeling like if it's like, like, what it, like if I'm writing like to, a, well, 
something might happen to me and i'll want to write about it which happens sometimes but usually like i write raps almost like every day so like i'll i'll like have a beat on and i'll like or i'll make the beat and then i'll just like see what comes out gotcha. you know what i'm saying you're a master of rhyming ion words ION? No, I, I mean, I always make fun of those poets, those slam poets, that are like, my consternation with the situation, yeah, yeah. Nation, <laughs> me constipation. I'm like, yeah. how many ION words do you know, you dick? Yeah. Like, can you rhyme with something else, too? Yeah. Um, and my other favorite, not fit, I'm joking, it's not my favorite, was when they rhyme um, the same end rhyme on the same. So they'll end the line with bitch, and then the next rhyme, they'll rhyme with, with bitch. bitch. I'm, like, I'm like, really? How many times do we have to say bitch? And yeah. that's just lazy rhyming. Well, using the same end rhyme. Sometimes when they do that, like, like you know, you'll like, if you like hit the end rhyme as the same word, like sometimes like what you don't like, I don't know. I mean, I didn't hear who you were listening to, but like what I have noticed is like they'll they'll like put like the middle syllable of the bar, that will be what they're rhyming, and then the other word is just the same thing. Yeah, they'll, just they'll the same word. Embedded rhyme with vowel sounds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I heard a song the other day on the bus. I uh, didn't want to hear it, but was forced to listen to it, and it was something, and it just kept going. Yup. Yeah, nope. that's E40. Yeah, that's nope. the shit. I love that song. Nope. Are, we gonna, are we gonna hit the bitches? Yep. Are we gonna smack them in the ass? Nope. You, got, you got the money? Yep. You got the shoes? Nope. Like, it's so that's stupid. Yeah. Like, so nah, shout out to E40, dumbest. man. Shout out to E40. Yeah, there's an E40. That song's actually hilarious. It's, yeah, it's, I love that it's, song. It's a good song. It's, uh, <laughs> it's called Choices. It's like, he'll rhyme for a second. Like like you said right now, like, like do you go to the store? Yep. Do you like horse? Nope. Like Billy kind of. It's the whole rhyme scheme is like that, but that's uh. It's funny that you heard that on the bus. So I've just been thinking is about that this a new idea. Song or an old song? Uh, it's like he made it like a year, it dropped like a year ago or something, oh, yeah. right? So it's new. Yeah. It was new. a white guy listening to it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he was sitting behind me, and uh, and then he turned it off because there was a little swearing in it, and some kids came on the bus, and I turned around and I said, that was really gentlemanly of you, and I thought it was going to be a nice African American gentleman, and it was a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing listening to this crap on the bus? Uh, but he did turn it off because he's like, I don't, I don't like to when there's kids that come on the bus. I like to you know, respect the kids. Yeah. I'm like, Wow, I did not think that was gonna happen. Yeah. That he turned up louder. Yeah, I'm I'm the white guy that listens to it on the bus that turns it up louder. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, you're also 20, so that's a little different. He was an adult. He was like in his 50s or something. Well, I, always, cool. I always trip about like kids who kind of come on the bus and play like loud music they know will offend somebody in the bus. Yeah. I always thought that like if people came on the bus and kind of played like old soulful music like that would be I love that yeah. right? that would be cool if you hear some like Great. Marvin Gaye on the bus like nobody's gonna tell you to turn off Al Green or Michael Jackson absolutely yeah. but when, and, and once the kids left he turns on he's like hey does anybody have any requests I do requests he says kind of laughing but um I don't mind I don't I don't necessarily mind music on the bus unless it's like super like really too loud or it just has a lot of swearing. Do you like rap music? Like do you listen to it? I like socially conscious hip hop. Okay. I, I just it's hard for me it's hard for me to get over like like I can listen to old school rap with like Bitches ain't shit, but tricks and hoes. I can yeah. like get into that because I'm like, oh, it's nostalgic and it's about a time period and it's not necessarily like, like maybe we've moved on from that misogynism. But some of the rap lyrics out there these days are just so overly demeaning to women and objectifying them and asking them to have their bodies and 
should yeah. just be a certain way and no, and, definitely, and that yeah. kind of like the, the perpetuating that the, that language and bothers me and I don't mean to be like a feminist um, stick in the mud but no no it's just I don't want I would want to support that with my dollars of like buying yeah but um, I love socially cut I love the diggable planets I think you were playing them yeah. earlier like that kind of stuff I can totally get down with yeah um, and a lot of like local people that are doing socially conscious economy I'm really I totally appreciate it yeah but I don't know some of the like urban street culture and, and how they how that kind of rap goes like gangsta rap I'm mm. not so down with like you know killing people and yeah. guns and drugs although I love drugs don't get me wrong yeah. <laughs> but I just you know I'm ah so I'm kind of torn but yeah well I think it's like I mean I'm into like most parts of hip hop just like in some way but like it's like the way that like people tell their story Cause like I feel like it's hard for like certain people, certain people to like relate to like what you were saying about like the like guns and drugs. But like if they're like, but like it just like they're telling it from a perspective of like where they like were and like how they experienced that. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So like that's like the way that I look at it. And then like I can kind of just like openly like think about it as opposed to like think of it as like something that like is being thrown at me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's how I do it. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I mean, I hate, I, I feel like I'm normally like that, that old guy that's like, uh, everything on the radio today is crazy and terrible yeah. and, you know, but I, I don't know, me and, me and Sam have many conversations about this, but like, I appreciate it as like party music, but it's not like all, like all the bitches and hoes stuff. Like, I, I can't listen to that and do homework. Like, that's not anything mm-hmm. I can do. And, uh... But I do appreciate more conscious hip hop. Like my favorite guy right now is, is Kendrick Lamar, and he's yeah. like very conscious in his raps. And uh, I feel like it just yeah. But he talks about bitches and hoes and killing and everything too. He does, but he he mixes it up. He doesn't make that as his whole thing. Right, right. You know? But you listen to it because he's because you're like you see it as like in like like a from like he's telling you what it's like as opposed to like telling you what to do. Dude, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I feel like. Unfortunately, I do feel like sometimes mainstream pushes those negative messages to the forefront, though, too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a reason why it's like, you know, club bangers are what we hear on the radio rather than something that could help out the community is like a positive message through the song. Well, also, like, that's a, that's a big point, too. Like, the way that it's pushed isn't the way necessarily that the artist is trying to convey the message. Like, Drank, mm-hmm. the Kendrick song, Drank, like, yeah. that was like a, a fucking party song. Yeah. And it's not a party it's song not at all. supposed yeah. to, like... <laughs> Well, I mean, like, you know, it sounds like it kind of, but that song is about, like, alcoholism in his family and, like, how that affected him. But, like, people, you know, drink to that song, which is kind of, like, ironic. I don't know. It's not, like, wrong necessarily, but, like, it's just, it's funny how, like, it's pushed like that. Because they'll play that song, like, in the club. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm not saying that, like, music like that is... I don't think there is like a good music or there's a bad music. I feel like every music has its purpose. Yeah, I agree with that actually. I really do. Like everybody's putting it out for a different reason. Everybody is gonna digest it in a different way too. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, what do you guys think about the um, uh, all the, the the dancing at the clubs with the the like the society that sort of perpetuated like the hip hop hot dogs sticking in my buns? You know where they come up behind you and start dancing with you without asking permission and 
think about that? Mike just did a set about that. Last <laughs> yeah, it was really I had good. To joke yeah. About that exactly. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's kind of. It's. I. I kind of think it's funny, but like, I do think it's kind of ridiculous. I, my parents don't know that like that's the way we dance now. Is the whole. Like, yeah. You know, we're just gonna walk up to a girl and just start humping and see what happens next. Like that's that's how we started dancing too. Like that's like our introduction into like wow. dance culture. Yeah, is that like you go to a club and that's what happens like instantly? Like back in the day, it used to be like the waltz or like you used to like have to woo somebody with your dance moves to get to dance with them. You know. Yeah, now it's like you walk up behind them and then they take a peek and then if they like you, you can stay. But if not, then they just leave. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's, it's it's nuts. It sh- it shouldn't be like that though, my dear. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Um, but I mean, I don't. I'm not really like in. I don't know. I don't do that really anymore. Yeah, the clubs and stuff. I mean, I don't. I'm just not into the whole like creep up on girls thing. That's yeah. that's just not like. I don't like that. Well, it takes away the sincerity, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I just feel like you walk up to a girl and like, ask her to dance. Like that's way more like cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because then you know you notice that she's really cute. You lock eyes. You walk over and. You know, go from there rather than the whole like pulling her in to dance with you. You don't even see your face, kind of thing. And that's like I mean, what part I of it like when it's like you don't talk to them at all, and like you can just feel the energy, like she's down to like dance with you, and like and like you sometimes that happens, and that is dope because that's like sexy. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's like, but like I don't know. It's more just like like what I was saying before the whole like peek back thing. And if like she agrees, then it's cool. But if not, then it's not like that. It's just like I'm just done with that yeah but there's definitely times when like i don't say shit to a girl and like we fucking have a have a good evening (laughs) (laughs) i think i know what you're talking about yeah Yeah. oh man i haven't been to a club in a while actually like it's funny i did that set about dancing (laughs) but i haven't i haven't been i've been to a nightclub in a minute because it's like i don't know when you're not 21 it just doesn't seem like a thing to do like a girl asked me to buy her a drink before I danced with her one time I was like can I dance with you she's like if you buy me a drink first like you want a fucking Sprite <laughs> like that's not why do you want me to buy you a soda before dance right. that's not gonna make you feel any differently than how you feel right now <laughs> did she think you were 21 nah like she she knew cause it was an like 18 and up club I'm like what do you want me to buy oh, you oh, oh what club was it six dollars on a cup of Sprite that was crazy <laughs> Could have bought a meal at fucking that club on on, on Harrison. Harrison, yeah, it used to be Teen Glow City City Nights. Dude, that place, I did not have fun when I went there. At uh, Teen Glow? No, no, uh, I never went City to Glow Nights. at City Nights. <laughs> it's, I don't know, City Nights. It's nightclubs in general to me. It just it just seems like it's all image because you can't hear people, so you can't have like actual conversations. See what yeah. they're like. You're kind of just really sweaty and dancing whoever is like the least sweaty person you're like oh okay I'm gonna dance with that person right? I go for the sweatiest go ones for yeah. <laughs> harder to catch you know they just slip away most of the time I'm normally the sweaty guy in the club and they're just uh, like yeah. oh no not that guy let me just walk away alright get his sweat on me people used to like just I remember, like, at parties, there would just be hella people sweating, but it was because they were thizzing, like, or, like, smacking off pills. Like, I feel like I see that less now. I don't know. You think people still take a lot of ecstasy? I think so. I never really ask people. I'm like, hey, you on ecstasy? But do you remember, like, 
when like people were always on ecstasy like oh, yeah. every weekend i remember that at a point definitely that was at least like, like in in the city oh, yeah. uh, in san francisco yeah. for sure yeah i just like now i feel like people are taking xanax yeah i've there's actually a couple of news stories about that in general drugs Fuck are that shit dude Fuck xanax drugs have always been like a weird thing for me because like freshman year i hung out with a lot of people who kind of uh we're into the drug scene. Yes, for a yes. Minute. Like we're like you ex- did. very experimental, like in that for sure. And then, but I was never that big into it. Like I didn't yeah. start smoking weed as much as I do now. By the way, so. Mike and I have known each other, like for, since then, since the beginning of high school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For a while now. So yeah, just some context. And shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sorry, continue. Oh, you, yeah. oh, yeah, you were a freshman and you didn't do drugs, but all your friends did drugs. Yeah, a lot of my friends did drugs, except for like uh, one of my homies, Liam. He wasn't really trying to do as many drugs anymore and I'll tell him like oh, all I do is really smoke weed from time to time and then yeah. we kind of bonded over that and we're trying to kind of get out the house because it got to a point where we were just in the house doing drugs and kicking it with each other and I was like yeah. I'm trying to go to different parties and meet a bunch of different people and throw bonfires and, yeah. and shit started to go on from there those bonfires were those were fun like those were really fun when I like for for like who we were back then mm-hmm. That was that was a good time. We used to throw fat bonfires <laughs> on Ocean Beach, like two thousand fucking people. Yeah, it was like, it was actually it's like a crazy time. It was the internet, much- dude. The internet is some shit. Like, oh yeah, we took full advantage of the internet. That's when Facebook was like popping off for us for sure. And we just yeah. everybody was on Facebook. You yeah. invite as many people as you want to go to the beach to the cold without an actual fire. It was yeah. just like, and you had like you made this like official looking flyer. It was like. Mike and Tyler's bonfire <laughs> and like big fucking letters with like it was on like a picture too. Yeah, like, was, that was like I don't know. That was new for me. Like all that stuff. Was I was late shop. on the whole Facebook like MySpace thing. Yeah. I think you just got an Instagram like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, man. I don't know. Sometimes I like Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Another day is I'm like, fuck that. Why am I on it? Yeah, I mean, I like Instagram because there's, like, pictures. I like pictures. Pictures are dope. I enjoy pictures, too. But I just... I'm actually writing a speech about this right now. I'm writing this uh, two-sided argument on whether or not we should use social media. Mm -hmm. And I think my main argument is the structure of, of likes because... You shouldn't if it's like a social thing why is there this kind of like this point system it's like almost like attaching importance to your picture whether or not other people approve upon it okay which is kind of like criticizing in a way of a life event that might mean a lot to a person it's like oh you know have a baby what if your baby gets like five likes it's like damn my baby's ugly you know <laughs> I'm, I'm just that's an extreme example but i'm just saying i just feel like Sometimes, like, sometimes, like, I, like, I even get now, if I post something I think is really cool, I don't get as many likes as I thought I might have got. I'm like, wow, why am I, why am I even posting this? Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's kind of something that people tend to do. Like, now there's profiles on Instagram, like, a social media, but there's, like, pictures of just them taking selfies. Like, a whole, whole page of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah. Like, us, from, com- coming from, like, this perspective, me and you are kind of act upon social media the same way. But yeah. I, I would like to get eventually like a guest to come in who kind of uses social media like and to talk about it yeah yeah i'd like to hear like you know of course like uh, a teenage girl's perspective of this because mm-hmm. i feel like it yeah would be, it would be no definitely we should definitely do that yeah um i think that social media like 
I don't know, man. Like, I'm really into, like, balance. And, like, I feel like if you know how to balance it out with everything else, like, properly, then, like, it's a good tool to, like, promote yourself. Especially if you're, like, an artist in today, in, like, today's modern era. But, I mean, everything is kind of like that. I've been just tripping off that, like, a lot lately. How everything, like, definitely has an evil side to it. Even, like, when it's really, like, when it's really positive. And, like, that doesn't necessarily, like, I'm not trying to be, like, down a downer, but, like, that's just how it is. No, no I, I agree 100%. I feel like it is, it does have its good and its bad. That's why my speech is about kind of the two-sided argument as, yeah. of, are the goods, do the goods outweigh the bads or do the bads outweigh the goods? And yeah. In my head, I think the goods do outweigh the bads just because of, like, we are now in a generation where we can produce our own content. Yeah. When it used to be just like you have to get the truth through the news, but now it's like we kind of have our own way of pushing it out. I don't think there's any. I mean, the news is fucking bullshit. You guys <laughs> mean like it is the truth through the news? That's like a oxymoron. Right. But and, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And, and it used. You know, I was saying like truth of the news, news is bullshit, but that's why, you know, people started their own like newspapers and like, you know, radio shows, people like get to really talk for themselves and stuff. And I feel like social media is that new window where like they can type up their perspective of an incident that went on. The news might be saying differently, Mm -hmm. you know, and even for artists too, like there's so many underground artists that wouldn't be known if it wasn't for social media right now too, which is great. And I, you know, I love it. Like Chance the Rapper and Tyler the Creator and Joey Badass, like perfect examples. Hell yeah of guys that I love that I wouldn't know much about if it wasn't for social media and the internet in general. Definitely. Yo, you got any Joey Badass right here on this playlist? Uh, very late into the playlist, but yeah. Alright. I guess we'll wait. Yeah. But, uh... Split out the door and saw the whore that I'd rather kick. It seems 
kind of brash, but it's the hash. I mean, the harsh truth. She runs shit. She's the jock. I'm the horseshoe. She's gorgeous. Niggas see her jaws hit the floor. So when she left, it didn't break my heart. It broke my torso. Making my eyes ache. Stalking in my space. Posted a new pic. I mean it when I say that I fucking hate you. But. Maybe if you looked in this direction I picked my heart up off the floor and put it in my chest then Feel a fucking life rushing through my body But you got a guy, it's not me so my wrist is looking sloppy Come on, let's cut the bull like a matador You light me up like lamps with chances all I'm really asking for Give me one, I promise I'll be back for more Most wanna tap and score, I want a fam of four Not like a family of four, just like Fuck, I'm not gonna listen to this shit anyway Fuck you, bitch. Uh, she say you rushing, you rapping, son of a Labrador. But I'm attracted to you like teeny boppers to Apple stores. The basement light is darkened, and the switchblade is sharpened. Her name on my arm and her face on a 2% carton. See her face while you fixing your breakfast. And know she's in my basement objecting to sex with Murder three surges on with the next bitch tombstones re rip cause it's pieces they rest in. Shit, but man, I'm really fucked up. I lucked up. Uh, 
I see it as I come up, I'm on my job, man I see you when the sun's up, huh? Young niggas run everything, ASAP to the top, and these bitches love everything. Uh, God bless America, my flow is stereo, style wild like my nigga Common after Erica. Yo bitch, I'm in bed with her, hat so good, make a nigga feel good, to the point I wanna marry her. But I be on my pimpin' shit, check out my limpin' shit. I be getting money, getting money, can you dig it, bitch? Hold get on my pimpin' shit, all aboard, all aboard, East Coast motherfuckers. Fuckers making all the noise, all the noise. I know you niggas heard of us. Rap, Simon, murderers. Fashion killer, word the bigger boss. I never heard of ya. Still sipping candy, painted whips is what I'm sitting in. Kitchen chemist whipping up that shit to get these bitches in. New York nasty blow, there's a little bit of crack mixed in with a fifth for hand. Business man, they do finger to your fucking business man. Great adventure shit, roller coaster, take a flick of this. Motion picture shit, bitch, I grind like a skater do. Always Driving prosper, rock with level, we gon' take it to My head. 
get slick back, I look like Ray Pacino. Three Japanese snakes in my El Camino. Letting trees blow. Oh, I rep the East Coast. I got a team of hoes like Pat Summit. I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a black hummer. I slash summer like a fast brother. With a number on his back, ain't no fumbling. In fact, I'm back as it in my hat. Shooting past the gaddis at the bottom of the river in a plastic bag. My new shorty got a gymnastic bag. 87 emerald green on a classic jag. Uh, she had the cleft palate. I ordered chef salad. She had the club foot with that little arm. I couldn't help but laugh. She ordered chicken palm. I had the full bulls warm up with the pippins on. It's me. Suck my motherfucking dick. It's the young Randy Velarde. Queens, baby. Uh. Blow me. Mic check. To the end for two milli. That's the audio daily double. Rappers need to fall off just to save me the trouble. Yo, watch your own back. Came in and go out alone, black. Stay in the zone. Turn H2O to cognac. On Tuesday, ever since the womb, till I'm back with my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right above my government, Dumoulin. Either unmarked or engraved. Hey, who's to say? I wrote this one in BCDCO section. If you don't believe me, go get bagged and checked in. Cell number 17, up under the top bunk. I say this not to be mean, was bad luck or pop junk. Pop the trunk on C-Cypher Punk, leave him left scrape. God forbid, if ain't no escape, blame my left take. Definition super villain. A killer who loved children, one who is well skilled in destruction as well as building. My Sydney seller teaches the trife to be trifer. I'm trading science fiction with my man, a live lifer. A pie piper, holler a rhyme, a dollar and a dime. Do a sting, ring around the white collar crime. Get out my face, asking about my case, theme toothpaste. Professor mint, monkey style nigga to death to death. And dope fiends still in their teens. Shook niggas turn witness. Real men's money on business. That's the difference between sissy pissy rappers is double dutch. How come I hold a microphone double clutch? COs make rounds, never have ox found on shakedown, lockdown, wet dreams of Fox Brown. On doomsday, ever since the wound till I'm back where my brother went. That's what my tumor say. Right up on my government, Dumoulin. Either unmarked or engraved, hey, who's to say? Doomsday, ever since the wound till I'm back to the essence. Read it off the tomb. 
either engraved or unmarked grave, who's to say? Pass the mic like Pastor P's like they used to say. Some MFers don't like how Sally walk. I tell y'all fools hella cool, her ladies from Cali talk. Never let it interfere with the Yeti ghetto slang. Nicknames off nipple and tip of nipples, metal fang. Known amongst hoes for the bang bang. Known amongst foes for flow without no talking orangutans. Only gin and tang, guzzle out a rusty tin can. Me and this mic is like yin and yang. Clang, crime don't pay. Listen, you, it's like me holding up the line at the kissing booth. I took her back to the truck, she was uncool. Spitting all out the sunroof, through her missing tooth. But then she has a sexy voice, sound like Jazzy Joyce. So I turned it up faster than a speeding knife. Strong enough to please a wife. Able to drop today's math in the 48 keys of life. Cut the crap for his rap. Touch the mic and get the same thing an A-Rab would do to you for stealing. What the devil, he's on another level. It's a word, no a name. MF, the super villain. Legs 
links Now I want a pound of Poo-Tang until it sticks You could be my mama and I'll be your boy Original road boy, never am I coy You could be a shorty in my ill convoy Not to come across as a thug or a hood But hun, you got the goods, like Madeline Wood By the way, my name's Malik, the five foot freak They say we get together by the end of the week She simply said no, label me a hoe I said, how you figure? My friends tell me so I hate when silly groupies wanna run the yap Word to God, hun, I don't get down like that I'll have you weak in the knees that you can hardly speak Or we could do like Uncle Ella swinging up in my jeep Keep it on the down, yo, we keep it discreet See, I'm not the type of kid to have my biz in the streets If my mom don't approve, then I'll just elope Let me save the little man from inside the boat Let me hit it from the back, girl, I won't catch a hernia Bust off on your couch, now you got Siemens furniture Shy, he fight for the extra P Stacy Beetle, PJ, and my man LG They know the ass track is really so on ice The character is of man, never ever a mice Shorty, let me tell you about my only vice It has to do with lots of loving, and it ain't nothing nice Take it off my coat, 
clearing my throat. I got my mind made up. Come on, Come on. get in, get into it. Get on, to let it roll. Get with it. Tonight's the night. I got my mind made up. Come, Come on, on, get in, get into it. Let it roll. Tonight's the night. Well, I come stew with two packs of the bomb prophylax for protection, so my fucking sack won't collapse. Cause nowadays, shit's evading the x-rays, sending young motherfuckers to an early grade. I wonder if my terrifying tactics are torturing them seashells, my heart's as cold as the thunder. I like to find like thunder, I'm just too much. Rough and raw with that motherfucking poisonous touch. I'm an MC with lyrics, that's the fucking Bombay. You got this deaths before instant death like Bob X. My rhymes, I leave a mark on your mind as the deadly vibes spread to your head like sand pump. There's no escape, now I ain't blasting. I use my mental to assassinate assassins for those asking to pose the laughing. Raw, maniacal villain. Laughter enhances the chances of the killing. Why is that? The smiling faces deceive. You best believe, to seize, I'm the deadliest disease. My thoughts rip your throat and make it hard to breathe. Your whole camp's under siege, and I'm Jason Voorhees. And the heat of the night is when I defeat and ignite mics. My verbal snipe, your vocab. I'm out the cut, uncut, and raw with no flaws. Fall, saw my rhymes hit and split the bricks on the wall. Should already have an idea about the superior sphere. The greater rhyme creator on both sides of the equator. I rock from here to there to Philly and back to LA on the spot where I rock and bust like straps. As your views get overshadowed when you come in contact, beware set and prepare to end the verbal combat. Fuck you losers, why you fake jacks? I make maneuvers like Hitler, sticking up with German. The Mr. Mephical from Staten now We'll be back after this mess, Daz. Don't touch the dad. Rarely do you see an MC out for justice. Got my gunpowder and my musket. Blah out. Melons get swellings. I paint mental pictures like Magellan. Half of my clans repeat felons. Niggas best protect they joints. The nine nickel. Man, I stay on point like icicles. Now who wanna test the cow? Then test the cow. All up in your motherfucking mouth. Headbanger boogie. Catch me on tour without boogie. Method man roll too tight. You can't pull me Better take one and pass Or that's that ass Your vital statistics are low When falling fast Johnny Blaze out to get loot Like Johnny Cash Play your game of Russian roulette And have a blast Hey yo, lyrical gas Spitting the criminal tactics Non-believers get my dick And Jenna too backwards Let's face it There's no replacement Taste this Mad underground basement Shit I'm laced with Avalanche on your whole camp When I'm splitting Fuck Doctor Who spot bitch Don't get it twisted I got connects Like Federal Express To get the fresh Back at the blast, the dogs can't fetch. Got the clear spot from the rear block. To bust till every nigga teardrop. Men, I fear not. Hold your nose and blow out till your ears pop. Since your crew souped you to shift, now you claim that your gear's locked. With this underground, cannabis, I'm dangerous like John the Bomb Analyst. Flip MCs like keys, my degrees freeze consecutively like EPMD LPs. Flick off a shot and hit your fan by mistake. So I erase the whole front row at the weight. I plant my escape in case J. Snake busting. I'm the one pushing the hearse in the first place. Confidence for you, shaky ass folks. Pump for Rockefeller for the day he got smoke. Show off this antidote, got you old get folks by my lyrical Billy D45 coat. And I'm out for
mind All we want to do is have a good time Young, wild, and reckless is how we live life Pray that we make it to 21 One, one, one Oh, we make it to 21 One, 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 one. I'm glad we was able to talk about her vice and her evils. There's an even more important topic I'd like to discuss. The dysfunctional bastards of the Ronald Reagan era. Young man that learned to do everything spiteful. This is your generation. Live fast and die young. Who's willing to explain this story? Shows and chauffeurs with road rage to the same damn ad lip. Always still gotta let him in, no practice. Still gotta burn him in, no lacking. Still a lot of jams, nigga, no Jackson, no Jordan. We toe tagging. I take it to the land where the lake made of sand and the milk don't pour and the honey don't dance and the money ain't yours. Now it's just a red pill, got a blue and a handful of Advils. I'm the new nitty, fucking nitty to old me. So I'ma tell the buyer what nitty told me. I got that. Push a man, pimp slapping, toe tagging. I'm just trying to fight the man. I'm your push a man. I'm your, I'm your push a man. Sometimes. See my face in the streets and the tweets and the read the heart I if you read sometimes. She got blessings on her knees, she a fiend for the D, even though I only beat one dime. One time, it was one, two times, it was true, bless me, it was three sometimes. Shouts out to Nate, I jack ball and I bop, I flex. Got neck from all of these thoughts, I sex. Rastafari, I shot us, yes. I safari, me casa, yes. Bobby feel to that papa. She came to party, she popped the molly, said, come to papa, she said, papa, yes. I got that, mm. 
Specifically a composition, cause they never been in opposition, getting violations from the nation, correlating you dry snitch. I've been riding around with my blunt on my lips, with the sun in my eyes and my gun on my hip. Paranoia on my mind, got my mind on the fritz. But a lot of niggas dying, so my nine with the shits. I've been riding around with my blunt on my lips. With the sun in my eyes and my gun on my hip. Paranoia on my mind, got my mind on the fritz. But a lot of niggas dying, so my nine with the shits. 
ask us if we scared to I know you scared me too I know you scared you should ask us if we scared to if you was there and we just knew you cared to it just got warm out this the shit I've been warned about I hope that it's storm in the morning I hope that it's pouring out I hate crowded beaches I hate the sound of fireworks And I ponder what's worse between knowing it's over and dying first Cause everybody dies in the summer When they say goodbyes, tell them while it's spring I heard everybody's dying in the summer So pray to God for a little more spring I know you scared You should ask us if we scared to was there and we just knew you cared to hello 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 we're back on old soul radio mutiny radio yep, yep. 21st in florida san francisco california feel free to give us a call anytime 5500511 that's 4155500511 once again my name is professor gable my name is Mike Evans, and for a good time, you can call 415-684. It's my personal cell. I'm very lonely at the house. Normally watch Back to the Future by myself. My mom. Which one do you like the best? I like Back to the Future 2. I like the first one. The 2 is tight, though. It's 2015. That's 2015 is the year that he goes to, right? Yeah. It was actually like... It's actually nuts how unre- like <laughs> how the two compare, like how we, we thought the future was gonna be, and how it is actually is completely different. I mean, it's not that far away. We just don't quite have flying cars. Yeah, it's the big one. And 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 we have way flyer clothes. That's true. Yeah, I'd say like clothes definitely got upgraded. I also thought it was cool, like the Back to the Future too. They had like little pizzas. You know, like they like right. This is like the size of like a quarter. You put it in right. the oven, it came out huge. <laughs> that was a cool idea. That's true. You're right. I do kind of think that I kind of want them to make a remake of Back to the Future. I know it's kind of like it's always going through like you know stepping through dangerous water. No, no, that's a phrase. But like when you remake a movie, but yeah. I feel like special effects and like imagination now to what the future could look like 50 years from today yeah. would be crazy special effects. Yeah. You know. I think you should you should be in that movie. Back to the Future yeah. 4. <laughs> Just yeah. No, I would love to. That'd be great. Yeah. Have like black Marty McFly. Black to the Future. <laughs> black to the Future. <laughs> Pretty sure that's a porno. Sure. <laughs> black to the Future. Great. What is the neighborhood you resonate with the most in San Francisco? I grew up in Noe Valley. Um, but I mean, every I I went down to the mission every day. I was in the, I, the mission. The mission. I, I just like I spent most of my time in the mission. Like I used to go kick it at Potrero Skate Park a lot. Like when I was really young, and then Dolores Park. Well, Dolores Park first actually when I was like two. You know what I'm saying? My mom used to take me to the playground back then. And then um, I would go to the park. Dolores Park, we call it the park. Like, uh, like started in like 13, 12, 13 is when I really started to like go there, just like kick it and like, 
that's where like me and the homies would go to like smoke and shit like for, for when we when we first started smoking and doing that kind of thing I think that's where I met you. I, I think I might have met you at Dolores Park. Or? Nah, I think I met you at Golden Gate Park. Some girl <laughs> was like throwing a party in the cut over there. Stowe Lake. Mm, was it Stowe Lake? The Stowe Lake party where like cop. I, yeah, the cop up the drove hill. up the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where I met you. That was a crazy party for everybody listening, which is Pam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to this uh, this party like way back in. That was like 2010, probably. Yeah, maybe even. Yeah, yeah, 2010. 10. Yeah, it was a, had to be the summer 2010 then, because right. I remember that same week I was actually doing this crazy thing. It was like the biggest lie I've ever told my parents, which is something they'll probably hear one day. But <laughs> for a week, I uh, <laughs> I told my parents that I was gonna go on this camping trip with my high school. Uh huh. And during that week, I slept over at like. A bunch of my friends different different houses and, and like, just party and just partied throughout the week like through my first party <laughs> ever <laughs> which was uh mike and tyler's bonfire I was yeah that about. was cracking yeah but like that was also the party it was like stowe lake party it was like three parties happening in the same weekend oh, okay and my parents happened to just be going away to calistoga for the week really so i was like this is perfect timing and they're like okay mike go on this camping trip and you were already in vallejo by then right yeah okay yeah. and they uh <laughs> I was like, yeah, all I need is $300 for a week. And so I just had $300. I'm like, how that's, that? that's a lot of money when you're 15. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot of money to survive for a week at 15. Well, I mean, you don't really, like, think about how much, like, you just, like, eat with and all that shit. You're just like, oh, I got $300. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But, so um, what did you spend? The three? How how long did the three hundred dollars last? Oh, the whole week. The whole week. Oh, really? Yeah. So what did you spend it on? Oh, cause you didn't drink and smoke. You didn't drink, huh? Yeah. Well, not as much. Yeah, like I I remember like. But you like you just drank like other people's shit. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't like going out buying my own thing yet. Right. At fifteen, like, sad to say, I was like. Had a hard time finishing half a 40 ounce without being like, this is terrible. Yeah, Mike just started buying his own 40s <laughs> like yesterday. Pretty much. <laughs> Very. He bought his first 10 sack like two days ago, right? That's true. Yeah. Sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when was the first time you've ever smoked weed? Uh, the first time I ever smoked weed, I was, um, I was in Golden. Oh no, I was in Glen Canyon with my homie Chris and uh these three girls and this girl was like hiding some weed in her shirt like the whole day and then we were like in the park and a pipe like a huge bag of weed in a pipe and she pulled it out of her shirt and i was like that's cool and then <laughs> that's what you said <laughs> we, we smoked it and i like i didn't even really get that high the first time i don't th i smoked and like i took like you know a bunch of hits out of the pipe and like i didn't really know what was going on so i like just was you know whatever but then i smoked again at potrero the skate park and like this older like you know not old that old but like i was like 13 and he was like 25 or something he was like smoking us out on hash and shit and i got really fucking high that day i was like it was hella fun oh, i loved it was that crazy were you like nervous or like paranoid or nah but okay so here's the thing so that was so i was 13 so i was having hella fun but then i had to go home and i was still high so what i did was i went to walgreens and i got like 
some fucking mouthwash and I like started like swishing it around in my mouth and then like I just started talking while the mouthwash was still in my mouth and then the mouthwash just like poured out of my mouth and like went all over my arm and shit and everyone started laughing at me it was lit and then I like went home and I just like you know I don't know for a while, like, when I first started, like, smoking, like, I would always go home, you know, because, like, I was, like, like you know, I lived with my parents. I was, like, a kid. And, like, I would go home, and I just, like, was trying not to fucking look high. And, like, it just did. Now, it's just, like, beyond me to, like, try to not look high. Like, I, I, I would not do that now. Like, if I'm high, like, I'm going to tell you that I'm high. At least you can, like, you can... You can function way better than I can when I'm high. When I'm high, I'm just good. I'm a different mic. Right. Completely. Like I, yeah, it's I can true. Barely. You just kind of like form. zone into yourself. You're just like, <laughs> you're just like, eh, yeah. Because like worlds are crossing in my head like all the time. So when I'm high, shit just gets crazy. Yeah. Well, that happens to me too. But like, I don't know. I'm pretty good at like going about my shit when I'm high. Nowadays, at least. I mean, I just like smoke a lot of weed. I like smoking weed as like a like a de-stressor thing when I've like yeah done a lot in one day I'm like ah I just right. like cool out for a little bit. I don't smoke. I usually don't smoke until I'm done like taking care of business. Yeah, that's the way. Well, yeah. that's the same way I think it works works best for me. Some people can like smoke and then go to class or go to work. Or yeah, just, well like, I've done that too. Man, I can't do it. I'm just can't focus as much. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like weed like just makes you just think like a little differently. Like not like bad or good, just like a little bit like different than you would if you weren't high. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you do you remember a time like or do you remember like the highest you've ever been? Nah, you see cuz I've been like way too high like hella times. <laughs> like there's there's been so many times when I'm just like way too high like this is not a good feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like I'm gonna die or whatever like I'm just like fucking just like start bugging just like my head like it's bad for me like when I like when my head feels dizzy and I don't feel like in control of like what I'm doing but I think that came from like you know other shit besides weed but you know but weed weed's good I like weed it's good uh it's a good plant. When was the first time you've ever gotten like super drunk? Well, first, first time drinking and the first time like super drunk. All right, now this is weird. I do not know when the first time I drank was. Wow. But like the first one I can really remember was with me and Connor. Maybe I shouldn't say his name on the radio, <laughs> but Connor, fucking, we like, um, we had these thing called sidewalk slammers. Which is when you drink, you get a 40 and a 4 loco, and you drink half the 40, and then you pour the rest of the 4 loco into the remaining half of the 40, and then you drink that. That sounds like... And we drank that shit, and it fucking fucked us up really bad, and then we like, it was like my parents were out of town for like a day or something, you know, and like, I had this house to myself, so we were just drinking in there. Just me and him, and then we went to Dolores, and we were hella drunk, and we like smoked cigarettes. And this was like, you know, way too young too. Like I was, I don't even want to say how old I was, but like, fucking yeah. Uh, that was actually fun though, cause I that was uh, we I actually ended up like rapping with them with some random ass people there. That must have been like it wasn't my first cipher. I've been rapping for a minute, like 
I didn't know how long you, you when you first told me you were. I don't even remember the first time you told me you were a rapper. I just it just seemed kind of like a like it just seemed it just weaved into itself really well. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even really know. I mean, I think I already was like an MC before I even knew I was. But like, like I I was always freestyling, like like you know for fun, and then like I got really good, and then it got really serious. You feel me? Do you remember the moment you got like so serious to the point where you start writing raps? Like, when when was that like turning point when you were like, I'm a rapper? Well, okay, so first it was like uh, I was in the graffiti. Uh, aerosol art I was my shit like I was really into like that whole culture and everything like I studied it pretty hard back when I was like really young and then like through that like I kind of like got into uh, MCing and it, this is all like you know I owe a lot of credit to my big brother Cypher 4 who was like my he's like my he's my brother he's my big brother and he like he was a kind of like he was like a mentor to me when i was like that age 13 14 13 really like was when it all really went down started when i was like 12 and then like 13 is when like i really just like it happened that like hip-hop was like my life and um so yeah he would like we would kick it at my house and he would like you know like he used to like help me with my homework and shit but he also like would like you know show me like hand styles and shit like that and i just started we just started drawing in there and like listening to music and he put me on to hella like you know 90s hip-hop and shit like that and that's when i really started like fucking with that kind of 90s like hip-hop that's like that's why i know hella 90s music and shit is because i started like you started with 90s hip-hop was the first hip-hop you got into well no i mean like i was into like yeah, it, it was 90s hip-hop, but, like, I, I already knew, like, 90s hip-hop, but, like, I didn't think about it in, like, that, like, I didn't think about it in, like, time periods. I just, like, listened to whatever I liked, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then, like, I started, like, studying different time periods and, like, noticing the difference. But but anyways, like, he, he and I would draw, and he he's an MC. He's dope, too. He's super dope. And we would, like, and then, like, eventually we just started, like, freestyling, like, just in my room. And, like, that's how it really, like, all started. That's dope. And, like, I just kept doing it. And, like, in middle school, like, I would freestyle on the yard and in the locker room, just, like, fucking around kind of. And, like, you know, just kept doing it. And it kind of just, here we are. Do you feel like the people around you growing up kind of, like, saw this coming a little bit? Because you were freestyling Mm -hmm. so much and stuff. They're like, oh, it makes sense that he's a rapper now. You know, people used to always, like, jokingly say that, like, make fun of me and shit, because I would always, like, know about, like, rap or, like, listen to it, and I had, like, hoodies and shit, and they always, like, would try to fuck with me about that, but, like, I don't know, if you look at me now, I'm, like, the same person. (laughs) (laughs) You are. I'm, like, it's just, like, it's just me, you know what I mean? It's true. So, yeah, people used to, like... Huh? I mean, you've changed like you know maturity wise and stuff yeah. but like you as a person that you haven't changed at all which is a good thing yeah yeah sticking to it I mean I, I just like this is what I do hmm. and like that's just it no I feel right. you feel me yeah, it's real cool uh <laughs> um so we got a couple minutes left you wanna just like uh couple time it's 11 51. You want to send them off with some jams? Yeah, in a second. 
Um, let's say. Something. Where do you... Where do you want to go? Like, what's, like, your... What's your mission with, like, your, your art? In terms of, like, what you kind of want to leave behind, like, as a rapper? Because I feel like everybody kind of wants to get into what they're doing to kind of change it a little bit. You know what I mean? Kind of like to leave their mark. Like, I'm, I'm doing stand-up in a way to kind of put a message out there. I don't know what it is yet because, you know, I'm only, it's my first year doing it. Mm -hmm. But do you kind of know what you're trying to do in the game? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just, you know, like, putting, doing my part. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like this kind of, like, I definitely, like, choose to do it, but this chose me in a way. Like, I'm supposed to do this. Like, and I'm just going to do it because I feel like I know that this is what I'm supposed to do and this is what I want to do. And, like, what, in terms of, like, what I want to leave behind, I just want to leave behind, like, dope music and ideas that, like, uh, represent me and represent the people that like represent me and like rep we all represent each other and that's like it's just like I'm really into like building together and like strengthening community and just making positive movement and keeping it moving making moves is really what I'm just about especially just right now but sure. in terms of like leaving stuff behind like yeah I think I will leave valuable things behind but but let's let's wait and see how let's see what they are you feel me yeah. well all right y'all i think we're gonna also radio <laughs> mutiny yep. sunday nights 10 to 12 fuck with it again listeners you can call in at 415-550-0511 shout out to everybody in old souls collective and shout out to Miss Pam Benjamin in the house tonight. Shout out to San Francisco. Planet Earth, we love you. Good night. Uh, I live life sucker free That's why the niggas you be with talk down like they don't fuck with me I get money realistically And the homies show me love Goopies wanna lead a club with me Ain't nothing to a G Let your hair blow in the breeze Roll some bomb ass weed Get high, cruise out of jet speed Do it like I do it for TV 675 Damier LVs Seven something with tax And when I'm on the plane got the carry on the match Nigga that's flash shit Tryna peep game little homie just watch this <laughs> Champagne in my cockpit Talking about you got a man, mommy, just stop it, please. As we proceed to give you what you need to roll up on me. I'm out here living it, I'm here living it. Niggas know that we doing our thing, cause we out here getting it, out here getting it. Boy, I rap the game, 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 game. Nothing change, nothing change. Still rap the game, still rap the game. Okay. Self-made, been through what I've been through. So I know what I know. I write bomb rap songs telling bitches what I'm into. So the hoes wanna roll. First class road to another coast. Just to smoke push. I know a nigga who grows. 
And that's on the real Mama, if you tryna slide, gotta bring one for will Just another day in the life Another plane, another night Getting faded with another nigga wife Drinking hella champagne, sang a rave with the Sprite Then I'm up in the AM to catch another flight Niggas rapping the gang Simply because everything else lame The fans want real niggas Them hoes looking for change I seen it all Player in the game First they biting the flow Now they jacking all the slang I'm out here living it, out here living it Niggas know what we doing, I think Cause we out here getting it, out here getting it I rap the game, 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 game Nothing changed, nothing changed Still rap the game, still rap the game So incredible, incredible If I do say so myself My nigga Jern, Jern On the boards That your hey, nigga or something? Look, check this shit out. That nigga, he don't run me, okay? Yeah, I'm talking about this. nigga? What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, nigga, what's happening, fool? You know the name of the game. Your bitch chose me. Nigga, we can handle this like some gentlemen or we can get into some gangster shit. What's up, nigga? Have it your motherfucking way. What's up? That's what's up, nigga. Snoop Dogg. 
doggy dog step into the room with the G-Funk, 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 we funk. Follow me, follow me, listen to the words that I nigga. I come down with the wickedness. One root boy coming with the dopeness. Close your eyes, cause you can't see me. I quit school cause of recess, you fucking BG. I'm shaking up the party like Lordy Daughter. Is he the dopest? You better ask somebody. Alex, Ed, can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts?